anything interesting or is it a uh, um yeah starting two other startups one is for the English channel on screen.druglife.com the site's pretty pretty interesting but I'm not sure where this project is going to go and they're doing one more project for um uh for trading just like an alternative to a Bloomberg terminal uh but at, at first I was I was worried because the product I was doing was for hospitals and I did not really want to be associated but as I get something source if you want to use it you can use it and, I'm just thinking of the people who uh, work with these people. They're really life changers. I mean, consider how how much a little edu- education can change a human being in this kind of situation. It's uh, it's God's work if there is such a thing. Oh yeah, me and Jen one night were here and we got a. Almost a masterclass on sales by some guy who just sold CDs on the street. <laughs> I, I interviewed one of uh, the largest cocaine dealer in New York, and he taught me a lot of entrepreneurial little tricks he did to be, become the largest dealer on Wall Street before he got caught. She was probably thinking in here if he comes because he's like, yeah, man, I'm still hustling CDs and DVDs. And he's like, where's your site? Where's your product? Why haven't you done it? He was super smart. I'm like, dude, you should hold like corporate training seminars where you, you just take, uh, like, talk to any company that does sales and offer them training where you think like five people, get them on the streets of New Jersey and get them to sell CDs. Since selling the CDs, I have the world's largest collection of Dolby Atmos music. And when I'm meeting VCs and other people in the Valley, that's how I, that's my business card. I hand them the playlist and they all have Dolby Atmos systems at home, right? And I found a lot more music than Apple shows them, right? And so they appreciate it. And all of a sudden you're giving them a gift. Didn't, it cost me something. I spent thousands of hours on building it, but it's it was mostly for myself. <laughs> but it's a great business card to hand somebody. Hey, here's the world's largest Dolby Atmos playlist. It's freaking awesome. I haven't gotten me a job yet, but <laughs> it has gotten me into some things. That's the greatest gift you can give to somebody, you know, uh, give your kids an awesome library of book collection, uh, you know, they would love it. I have friends at Dolby now because of this, right? And I have friends in the music industry. I've had them on the shows, uh, audio engineers who do famous shit, right? And they're, they're telling you about how they're mixing these things now uh, because now we have surround sound systems that are controlled by computers in our house. And so they're able to distribute a new kind of music to us. And it's fascinating to talk to them, right? Because I'm a user, they're a producer. And we we like each other because of that, right? They like to hear the fans' point of view. And, um, and we like to hear um, how it's done, right? Because it's, it's magic. It's my, my speaker system upgraded this week. It's magic. It's like, wow. <laughs> And that gets back to the uh, the sensory issue, you know, just uh, using sounds. 
um, you know, my kids, they listen to like Aesop's fables, uh, what is it, the, the tortoise and the hare. And, uh, you know, we're using like uh, Maestro's Classics with the symphony, London Philharmonic Symphony. And uh, I mean, it's just, you know, uh, going different approaches using like uh, audio, uh, sensory, uh, visual, you know, uh, building crafts, you know, just exploring a story just with all these senses. I mean, it really does. Um, I know it into them. people who listen to music by holding uh, onto a subwoofer while the music is playing because that's enjoyable to them. Better tell me this. They like I like your playlist because it has a good pace, right? Yeah, and you know the emotion that's stirred up whenever you you do listen to a song that you know brings you back to your teenage years or your you know your college years and or like uh like ratatouille where the taste the flavor brings you back to a time in your childhood it's just amazing to get the senses going it's a time machine man uh, music is like a time machine the rolling stones just came out today with a brand new mix of something that was recorded you know 30 years ago and it's amazing it's like it's a new art form it's to me it's a new performance so Robert, uh, why don't you publish your uh, playlist to all of us? Um, it's public. Um, it, let's see. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I don't hide it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Napster. That's why it was fun. You're discovering music. Yeah, right? the problem. The the. Um, let me see. I know I shared it tonight somewhere. I heard one artist whose name is BT, and the album is This Binary Universe. Yeah, from 2006. Uh, he's remastering it right now. Uh, actually, one of the tracks was written in C sound, yeah. like a really obscure language. And randomly, he shows up on Clubhouse and he's like, I just asked ChatGPT if it could code C sound, and nobody knows how to code in C sound. And uh, then I freaked out because I was hosting the room and I look up and I'm like, holy shit, it's BT. <laughs> and then a changing of that recording with computers. And so it's turned into technology. And that's why I'm hot and bothered by it, because there's a metadata stream that comes down with the music that tells the computers how to lay everything out in three dimensions. The pre there's, it's really enjoyable to have that around you. Um, it sounds like a concert. The problem is it's a boxer. It's like a, a bubble around you uh, in, in 3D. And you can't really go between the instruments. Um, it's not really highly precise because it's reliant on the speaker system that you have. And I, I have a, a Sonos, top of line Sonos, uh, 25 little speakers around me. But it, it can only put sound a certain number of places around you. Um, if you really are a billionaire, you can buy a speaker array that puts a dome of speakers around you and really lets the computer talk to you in three dimensions, right? Um, 
I can't afford that, so I got a close facsimile, right? It's pretty enjoyable. There's going to be a new kind of, there already is a new kind of spatial audio where if you're in Unity, every polygon you're placing down has a virtualized speaker on it, right? It's true spatial audio. And once we can put instruments down on that digital twin of the world around you, you can um, have a band where you can walk between the instruments and hear what that sounds like. Like if you're in New Orleans, you can walk through the band. I've done it with a camera, right? And so if you want to have the same experience as going to New Orleans and walking through the band, you got to have this new kind of spatial audio. And that's too expensive for the music industry to create. So <clears throat> my guess is it's going to be generative music that does it first. And people will fall in love with that. Because what's that? Audio in San Francisco, it's got like twenty thousand speakers. Yeah, I've been inside the uh, uh, Virginia Tech Cognitive Reality Building, which is sixteen thousand speakers. That's about the most I've seen. That's it's amazing. You can even hear the subtle things, right? The music comes from below you, above you, everywhere, right? It's amazing. They took me to a football game in the middle of this building and put me into a hallway. The visual looked like a football game. You know, I could look around a 360 video. The audio, if I closed my eyes, I couldn't convince myself I was not at the real football game. It was, it was badass. I mean, it was like being at it. I mean, a lot of us have been to football game, right? And you have a band across the, the stadium. You're hearing that like it's a band across the stadium. It's like, wow. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, yeah, that's a little expensive. And it it's a big building. I mean, it's 40, yard, 40 yards across, 40 yards across, 40 yards high. It's a cube, big cube. It costs millions, of, many millions of dollars, I'm sure. The first uh, surround sound experience for me, the first sound experience was Top Gun, you know, the, the jets zipping by, you know, you have to, you will literally feel like you know, you see where it goes, right? Yeah, this 3D spatial audio was designed for movie theaters, right, to give you that effect, that effect that they could throw things over, over you and do surround sound. That, and Dolby Atmos is on many of the movies we're renting now, right? The soundtrack is done in 3D this way. It's quite enjoyable. It's like having a movie theater in my home now. That's that's the quality of it now, right? So it's pretty special. It's pretty nice. So, uh, audio, it's as if we are, we are all seeing each other and talking. It's a... Uh, Right, and then you have the real audio doing this uh, crazy stuff, and this is crazy. And we are hearing the, it's as if we are in front of each other, right? It's like crazy, man. So, let's say it's a year from now, and you have one of these devices, which is a big if. Um, would you choose to go through a marching band experience that was generated by AI? Every instrument you're walking through is generated by AI, but it sounds like a, a college marching band, right? 
then you can walk up and down between all the instruments and have a really enjoyable enjoyable experience or do you want to go to a rolling stones um concert <laughs> right it'll be interesting to see the fight between multiple experiences you're going to be able to have in these glasses or headsets i can't wait Analog. analog is a smooth wave 
it sounds nicer than digital. And when I then listened to the same song on several digital machines, one was at 600 kilohertz per second. That's 600,000 little samples per second. CDs are only 44,000, right? In other words, it's a very high resolution. And even at very, very high resolution, which you can't listen to on, a, on any popular service yet, um, there was a gap. It, it was very subtle, very hard to hear for me. But, you know, you do A, B, and it's like, yeah, the analog is a little bit better. So there's always going to be a gap, right? And bullshit. <laughs> right? There, your mind lights both. Um, yeah. I, I recommend doing the trial for uh, Amazon Music because uh, now they have 24-bit, 48 kilohertz. I have, I have it. It's bullshit compared to Apple Music's new Dolby Atmos uh, rendering system. Totally blows it away. Like not even in the same ballpark. Like it is completely better. I, I even always. I didn't try the Dolby Atmos, but uh, yeah, you have to get a TV, Apple TV, and run yeah. iOS 16.3.1, and it has a mind-fucking blowing rendering system on it on Apple Music. It completely eviscerates title, and Spotify doesn't even try to do this shit, and it completely eviscerates. But uh, I use Sorry. the angle. I'm the world's largest collector of Dolby Atmos music. I listen to Dolby Atmos a fuckload, and I study this with the industry. And Apple just completely eviscerated the rest of the industry. No, I want to say with open back headphones, the the dongle, the lightning dongle, it's actually pretty good. Because that has a whole sound card built in. It has the whole processing chip, but just for stereo. Um, I'm talking about multi-channel Dolby Atmos. Completely different than two-channel. Two-channel in my house sounds like a flat piece of shit. I actually work on the Dolby system. The chip is at 5.1 was 5.1. There's a dot one for a reason. It's not 5. It's beyond stereo. It's 5.1. There's a reason why they want to capture those frequencies. There's not my dog. He's still in business, you know? Oh, yeah. I just did some magical shit. Uh, I mean, you, you, you have a group of favorites in your head, four C. Box, group, and D minor. Yeah. And the rest of all. Yeah. Anything with anything else to another list. Like I have a list of uh, violins and a list of pianos, right? But symphonies are cool. The symphony list has all this stuff. Yeah. I listen to a lot of classical music, and I don't even like classical music. I sort of have like the I don't know whether you guys know about the Steve Jobs uh, when he was releasing the iPod. Uh, he had all that, and somebody uh, in the audience asked, like, why are you doing music? 